Welcome to ChamberCast, the Billings Chamber of Commerce's podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Pennington, and today we're going to be talking with Skip King, the owner of Six Kings Ace Hardwares here in the Billings area. We are super excited to learn more about Skip today and the history behind his success and the longevity of his businesses, and hopefully gain some great advice for some of our listening members out there. Welcome to the show, Skip. Thank you. Good morning, you guys. So why don't we get started by, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got started, just your background. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am second generation hardware owner. My mother and my dad actually bought the first store there on Central in 1987. Oh, okay. My dad was actually with Anthony's department stores. He yeah. started working with them in the eighth grade mm -hmm. and uh, in Oklahoma, actually, is where he was from. and. Uh, Kind of grew up in that company and um, move, he got moved around a lot and uh, actually ran uh, the Anthony store here in Billings. Wow. And uh, But anyway, uh, in 1987, Citibank bought them out mm -hmm. and my dad lost his job with mm -hmm. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And that's when he bought the first store with my mother. And so I started working there as a, I would have been a senior in high school at that time. So you're a Billings kid? I'm a Billings okay, kid. Yes. Cool. Where'd you West go to high school? High. All right. West, West High. Me too. Awesome. Go Bears. <laughs> go Bears. West is best. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I kind of, uh, I worked in the store and part-time actually. My my brother at that time, uh, when my dad was still with Anthony's, was they, one of the bike mechanics. Okay. So dad didn't know if he wanted to be in the hardware business. He mm -hmm. actually worked there for about six months before he bought the store and, and, uh, had to see if he liked it, first. see if he yeah. liked it. And then it kind of was an easy migration from clothing to hardware. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, that's when it got started in 1987 with the store there. Oh, cool. It gradually grew the store down on state Avenue was bought in 1988 mm -hmm. from Bob Mills, uh, which was an ACE hardware at that time. We actually had a lumber yard hardware store up in Columbus, Montana for two years. Oh, okay. Uh, thereafter, dad sold it. And then the store on Grand, we actually, when Woolsworth went out of business, my dad had a store in there for two yeah. years. It was just kind of tough times. Home Depot mm -hmm. and Lowe's and Walmart oh, yeah. all came in about the same time. Mm -hmm. Ended up closing the store, moving back to the State Avenue in the Central mm -hmm. store. He unfortunately passed away in 1997. I had kind of made a decision to stay in Billings. My wife and I had bought a hardware store in Cody at the time. Mm -hmm. I had basically about a month to make a decision to either move or stay yeah. and help my mom. Yeah. And so we stayed and just kind of gradually over the years have grown, hired good people. I, I call my second family as my employees. Oh, I love that. You know, and that's very true. They are definitely my second family mm -hmm. and take yeah. good care of them. But so, and I think in 2006, we bought the property up on Zimmerman Trail mm -hmm. from Rocky Mountain Church, developed it. I, I was the developer in the process, selling to Walgreens and OBGYN mm -hmm. and so forth. And the store sits on two acres and we kind of held off because in 2008, the economy kind of yep. took a dive. I kind of wanted to sell all the property before oh, I yeah. built a store. Yeah. So. In 2011, we actually built the store. I can't believe you remember all these dates. I'd be like, um, when's your kid born? I don't know. Sometime early 90s. I mean. Well, that's true. My wife gets on me for that, not knowing when my kids were born or when their birthdays are. So, uh, so 
And that's the honest truth. So in, in 11, we built the store in Zimmerman. In 12, we bought the store in Laurel. Dean and Dean Rankin and Dave Lance wanted to mm-hmm. retire. Yeah. And so we, we doubled our size in a year, basically, wow. in employees. Yeah. And then uh, 2016, we built the store out in Lockwood. Yeah. And then uh, the Evergreen store was just here this last year. It's a year old. Yeah. Paul Vanderjack reached out to me or I reached out to him, one or the other, and he thought that would be a great location for mm-hmm. a new hardware store, the location yep. of the Odegaards. Yep. I was doing, we were just talking about this before the so, podcast. So if you are old enough to remember Odegaards, that's where it is now. <laughs> I think you're dating us. In age. <laughs> yes, I am. Totally. <laughs> so did, when you were in high school or when you were growing up, did you think this is what I want to do? Like, um, when did you decide this is the, I'm going to do the business that my dad and mom are doing? Well, I, I think part of it, I went to school to actually get an ag business degree. So I, I oh, was nice. more geared towards the cattle yeah. and uh, wanted to own a ranch someday. I went to work on, on one of the prestigious ranches in Ranchester, Wyoming, and, and kind of just decided that I wanted to, to uh, follow that dream. And the only way to do that is I wasn't born in it, so mm-hmm. I had to yeah. have something else. Mm-hmm. So I decided to come back in 1991 and work full time for my dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think at that time, you know, uh, he was alive. We, we've had cows and equipment and things like that. And so it was just another faucet of what I wanted to do. I guess yeah. you, at that time, you could probably call it my hobby. Yeah. I yeah. don't golf or do any of that yeah. stuff. So I do like to fly fish, though. Well, but, there we uh, go. So, yeah. So I, it, the dream of, it was always my dream of, of having... Uh, or being able to have a, a ranch someday and, and to do that and, and be around the cows and yeah. equipment. And, and so it, it definitely is a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. So one dream feeds the other dream. One dream yeah. feeds the other dream. <laughs> I've had fun developing real estate and yeah. things like that too. Yeah. I think uh, I've dabbled in a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you have to in life mm-hmm. to be successful. What did you, what is the thing about Ace Hardware that was able to stand the test of a Lowe's and a Home Depot and those bigger, well, you know, hardware stores yeah. coming in? Well, I think not, you know, having good help, it all starts with help. I mm-hmm. mean, it's easy to stock product in the stores yeah. and to have it on the shelf, but putting a lot of time and effort in our help and training mm-hmm. them, have knowledgeable help. Yeah. I think you also have to be convenient for the customer. Mm-hmm. You know, we have basically there's six hardware, Ace Hardwares in this community yeah. right now. So, I mean, you can't drive too far to, to get to one. Yeah, so. you go to grill your steak and you're like, oh, crap, I'm out of propane. Yeah. What am I going to do? Oh, well, there's an Ace Hardware That's just right. right down the street. I'm going to run over there. Yeah. Oh, we've done that many times. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that was my goal, I guess, staying, making a decision to stay here in Billings yeah. and, and um, you know, either I'm going to develop more stores and be more dominant or I'm going to leave Billings yeah. and and which we could have done that. And, mm-hmm. but I think I made the right decision to stay here and be part of the community and yes. community I grew up in. Yeah. You know, but far as the, the dominance with the Lowe's and Home Depot, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll never say that I'm the cheapest in town on everything, but for value, mm-hmm. you get more value coming to our stores yeah. and a variety of different products that we carry. Yeah. Definitely the help. And the mm-hmm. convenience and the yeah. knowledge. Those three things yeah. are the biggest things. And I truly believe our help 
they they like mm-hmm. to come to work. Right. They have fun. We have yeah. fun at our stores. That's awesome. Well, you're doing something right. So. So it's been a really tough year for a lot of small businesses. Well, honestly, year and a half to two years. Can you maybe talk about some of the things that you've done to navigate the season? Like, are there specific things that you did in your businesses that helped you get through it? I think, you know, as far as the COVID, because I mean, that's what has made it tough. Yep. I guess just being lenient with different situations as they come up mm-hmm. with the employees, you know, trying to be contrary to your views yeah. and, and how, you know, because it is hard. I mean, we have customers walk in that have masks on mm-hmm. and we're not masked. It's, it's yeah. up to the employee. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel. Yeah. You know, we, we, you know, we, yeah, okay, it's given a take type relationship, yeah, I guess, right now. It, it is. It's complicated right now. I think the biggest thing, uh, you know, as far as the help, making sure the help's been taken care of. And, mm-hmm. and in turn, if I take care of the help, I take care of the customer. Yeah. Yeah. Both ways. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, a little trying on getting inventory in oh, different yeah. areas in the store right now. Have so you had a supply chain issue lately? There's been some supply on different things. Spray paint is one on certain brands. Yeah. Uh, PVC at one time, uh, links of PVC hmm. was an issue. Hmm. Spray foam, just a, uh, just a simple thing of spray foam yeah. has been, and some of that's vendor driven where yeah. they can't get a, mm-hmm. a pro- product or thereabouts. Or it's sitting on a, on a dock somewhere or somewhere in a dock. Yeah. Power equipment for one. I mean, the, the Honda and the Toro and, and some of the power equipment that we do stock in our stores, it's parts for mm-hmm. them is getting the oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've missed a lot of opportunity in in uh, selling Honda generators mm-hmm. and some of that stuff because we just don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. So, yeah. are you finding that you're getting other items into that maybe aren't as popular and still selling those, or how do you we, navigate that? Well, and I also think you know one of the, we were we we're kind of proactive when all this started two years ago. I I made a a point or to just basically put more product on the pegs. Mm-hmm. So have more of what we have. Yep. And I think that was probably a good decision mm-hmm. because now some of that stuff we just can't get. Yeah. And I've got, still got it and can still sell it. Well, and you're in an industry that is just booming right now anyway. I mean, contractors are remodeling houses and building houses like crazy. Like it's just there. It's insane. My husband's a contractor yeah. and he is just more busy than he's ever been. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I say some of that stuff. I mean, some businesses are having a hard time getting liquid paint. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 sell bin more paint in our stores, and Mm -hmm. and they stocked up on the the raw material to make the paint. Yeah, so so I haven't had any issues with that. But uh, so yeah, I mean, and and we we outsource a lot of stuff. I mean, we've had to use the internet a little bit more. To get stuff in our stores, because yeah. we're we are a service too. We're convenience, mm-hmm. and I want to be convenient yeah. for the customer. Yeah. Hey, friends! I want to take a quick break to tell you about some exciting events coming up at the chamber. As you can probably guess by now, it will probably take your online orders a little longer to get to you this year, which means there has never been a better time to shop local, and the chamber is here to help. Grab a friend and hop on the bus for our shop local tour on December second to get some great stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for your friends. 
And keep an eye out for Keep the Cheer Here, our week-long event from November 27th until December 4th, where you can win prizes just for shopping at your favorite local businesses. We will put a link to both of these events in the show notes so you have all the details. And now let's get back to the show. So let's just talk about challenges and obstacles in general. As a business owner, you've been in business a long time here in Billings. How do you approach challenges in general? What motivates you or inspires you? And how do you, when you look at something coming up, you're like, okay, this is what, this is the things that I tell myself or what would be helpful for people to hear? Well, for the first, the one of the things I do, I involve my help in making decisions. Mm, Nice. Especially the the managers that run the stores. We meet once a week. It's been a religious thing. And mm-hmm. I call it the Knights of the Round Table. Oh, I love that. And uh, anything goes when we start that meeting uh-huh. and, and regardless if it hurts my feelings or not. Mm-hmm. And I think involving your yeah. staff in making the decisions. And it just doesn't start at the, the managers. It goes yeah. all the way down to the high school kids mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. We really involve our people in, in those decisions. So I think that's made it a lot easier for me to make decisions, yeah. I, I have a uh, an office, well, an office out of course, and I've got some gals that work in the office, and you know I probably tell them too much, but I I involve them in the decisions mm-hmm. of what I want their perspective, yeah, of decision making and so forth. Yeah, you trust we, them. Yeah, we yeah, and I think it's all. I mean, the foundation's all built on trust. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. Um, that old saying, two heads are better than one. Like I'm I'm a total believer in that. Yeah. So I, I, I think a lot of grit and gumption and not giving up. It's kind of the cowboy way. Mm-hmm. Uh I yeah. That's I really my success is that. I I've got a lot of people that have mentored me. I was twenty nine when my father passed away, mm-hmm. and uh I think there was probably quite a few people that had thought that this kid gonna make it. Yeah. You know, in Billings, Montana, and you've got Depot and Lowe's, and you've got all the competition. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I, I'll tell you, just grit mm. and don't put your head down. Keep walking forward, yeah. and, and really, like I say, I, I've worked really hard on my people to build the team around yeah. me. Well, it sounds and like you're doing for your people what was done for you. You're mentoring them and I'm, empowering them to be leaders. And that, what were those things that your mentors did for you? That informs that. I think just, you know, there's a few different people that have mentored and, you know, I really don't want to name who they yeah, are because no, I probably would embarrass them, <laughs> but and I probably wouldn't embarrass them because they're very proud yeah. of the relationship. But, you know, sometimes when you, it was just a matter of sitting down and mm-hmm. asking and for people that have already gone through maybe the yeah. game, and I call this a game, being yeah. in the hardware business is a game. Yeah. Of their opinion and what, what, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And some of those conversations were really hard. The fella here in Billings, and I will name his name, Mike Eastwood, great friend. Um, he had American water here in town, Colligan water. Mm-hmm. And I would sit for hours in his office and talk mm-hmm. about different business situations that I was going through mm-hmm. and not that he was making the decisions for me, but he was giving me another perspective of yeah. what, what maybe what should I do and, mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, the Nance family, yeah. uh, Bob and Penny Nance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these people are taking the time. I mean, that, that's 
a huge investment to sit with someone for hours and talk to them about their business. It, like, I don't, I'm not sure that that happens so much anymore. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I, people don't have time. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm really, you know, I've learned from that and people have spent the time with me. And, and so you're just, you're paying that forward to your staff and your employees and your managers. It's mm-hmm. cool. I yeah. love that Knights of the Round Table thing. That is that is the best. So I guess maybe you've already said it, but is there some advice that you would give to maybe some small businesses or even some budding entrepreneurs, those 29-year-olds who are thinking, uh, do I want to get started in something? What would you tell them? Have a good lawyer. Have a good bank. <laughs> oh, that's great. Have a good accountant. All three of those. Very um, important. And then find some people that are in business that, yeah. That have the same dreams as you do mm-hmm. for you and uh, latch on to those people mm-hmm. because I, I mean, that's really got what's gotten me to the, uh, where I'm at today. People that believe in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are yeah, willing to take I, that I time. Think, yeah. Willing to take the time, but also, you know, understand who you are. I don't give up, keep mm-hmm. your head up. Yeah. I've had many failures doing this to where mm-hmm. I'm at right now. I'm still having failures. You learn by your failures, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, you you just don't give up. You know, and I I my life right now is a dream come true. Hmm. Yeah, cuz you get to hang out with those cows all day. I I, <laughs> it, I mean, that is a uh, passion. Yeah, but, that's so cool. That's so cool. But uh but yeah, and and then have be be around good people, not mm-hmm. only my employees but my customers. I mean, we, we have a very Loyal customer base and billings and, mm-hmm. you know, Ace has got a good name. Mm-hmm. We stand for the right things. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we, before the podcast started, we talked about some exciting stuff coming up for you guys. You want to talk about your newest venture? Yeah. We bought the uh, Shopco building in Sydney in June and we're in there right now remodeling. We're, we're using all uh, local guys up mm-hmm. there in Sydney yeah. to do that. And we've got a young Man and family that are going to move up there and oh, manage the store. 26,000 square foot new Ace Hardware store wow, in Sydney, Montana. Yeah. So, Is there a um, reason why you chose Sydney? Just opportunity? I, or? I, there's never been an Ace Hardware store there. Oh, wow. Okay. I, just, I, I, just opportunity yeah. in the market. I think it's being underserved mm-hmm. for what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, not to step on <laughs> the local people's yeah. toes up there, but the market is definitely underserved. And mm-hmm. I, I think we can fit a niche with yeah. what we do. And, you know, we want to be there for decades. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my plan. Yeah. Sounds good. So, it's exciting. And it gives maybe a, a an opportunity to the, the manager. I mean, my deal is, is he's probably going to end up owning the store someday mm-hmm. and yeah. help his family. So, so anyway, it was an opportunity. Yeah. That's awesome. So at the end of every podcast, we do what we like to call the Rorschach questions. And I did not prep you on these questions, but I'm going to ask you these questions and then you just give me your first response to them. Like the very first thing that comes to your mind. Okay, here we go. Why do you hang your hat in Billings? It's the best place to live in this whole country. I love that answer. That's the perfect answer. The chamber did not prep skip on that answer. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best thing that has happened to you personally recently? Wow. That's well, hard. Well, it's probably buying a ranch, my lifelong yeah. dream uh, yeah, to cool. own, a, own a ranch and to be part of something that 
has been in a family for a lot of years and be part of that. You know, I have a lot of pride in that. I've worked mm-hmm. hard for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, probably that. Right, right now, probably that would be my number one thing. Yeah. When you talk about it, I can tell you get pretty passionate and excited about it. That's cool. Tell us what your favorite power tool brand is. Uh, probably Steel. Okay. And the reason right. why is uh, it's still family owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brand, a multi-billion dollar company, and it's still owned yeah. by the uh, Steel family. Yeah, that's cool. It's German. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'd be the probably Steel There brand. was like no hesitation on that one. No hesitation. You knew exactly what you were going to say. Okay, last question. And this is because this podcast will air near Thanksgiving. What is your must-have Thanksgiving dinner dish and what could you do without? Oh, boy. Probably the stuffing would That's be I could do without. Have? I could do without. Oh, you stuffing. could do without it. Jack yeah. is like not on board. <laughs> we were talking about um, the podcast because he's like all about the stovetop stuffing, which I just uh, think is nasty. I've but, never liked stuffing. Yeah. So, um, and I'll be honest, I'm a turkey guy, so I like I like turkey. So, yep. uh, uh, turkey or ham? Yeah, either way. Okay. So if there's a run on turkeys, you'd be okay with I'll, him. I'll go shoot one if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. So, oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being right, here today, you. Skip. We really appreciate you joining us. Great. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. A huge thank you to Skip King for joining us today. And a special thank you to both my producer, Jack Genoway, and to you, our listeners. We publish new episodes every two weeks. So look for our next one on December 1st, when we'll be talking with Scott Brown, owner of the base camp and the chair of the Billings Chamber Trails Committee. Be sure to subscribe to ChamberCast wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a thing because there's something here for everyone.